You're listening to the Uncensored Direct Marketing Show. This show is designed for direct response marketers who want raw, unfiltered conversion tips and secrets to scale their offers profitably to reach their next million. I'm Maria Sparagas. I'm the founder of Direct Paynet and your host. Now let's dive in. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Uncensored Direct Marketing. Today we're going to cover a topic that I get questions on all the time. Uh, we get a lot of merchants at Direct Paynet or that contact me directly through my website that you know, ask about what they can do when Stripe closes down their account or when Stripe is holding their funds or what are options obviously to keep the business going when Stripe shuts you down or freezes your account. Um, so obviously there, that is, it's a very frantic time for a lot of merchants because you really get absolutely no notice. So this is just a couple of things that you can do and, and ways to try to recoup your funds as quickly as possible. And obviously the most important to start accepting credit cards as quickly as possible from your customers. So a few key things to remember is Stripe is in control. There's really very little you can do to reverse the decision. So typically what happens is you get an email uh, and by the end of the day, if you're lucky, sometimes it's immediate, but sometimes you get a 24 hour notice and they tell you um, your account's closed because you violate terms and conditions. And that's about all that you get. You don't really get very much information. So, um, you know, Stripe is in control. You are using their platform and their service. And this is not a direct merchant account. Stripe is a third party. So they get to control who they want on their platform and, you know, what kind of businesses that they can support. Um, and as I was saying, I mean, when you're using a third party platform, you have to follow their rules, follow their guidelines, and there's really not much that you have in terms of a say. Uh, if you do have subscriptions, keep in mind that you can export data to another gateway. Uh, I can, I'll, I'll detail that in another video, but you know, don't fret if you have subscriptions that you're going to lose all your subscription revenue. There is actually a way to take that, those subscription clients and move them somewhere else. Um, and you will get your money back. I mean, Stripe is not going to keep your money forever or, um, you know, never return the funds. It just takes some time. You know, there's things that you can do to negotiate with Stripe. There's ways to speak with them, uh, to get them to kind of side with you. But eventually, even if you're unsuccessful within six months after they terminate, you will get your money. Um, and the most important thing to remember is work on getting another solution as soon as possible. I mean, there's no point in trying to reverse their decision. It's very rare that they do reverse decisions. A lot of these decisions are made, um, you know, without very much knowledge about your business. So there's very little time spent in looking into reversals. So get on as soon as you're shut down. I mean, you can try your best to reverse their decision, but the best thing and the best course of action is to work on getting another solution on your cart and start processing elsewhere. So um, how to get your business going? So get another account from a third party. Um, so like I mentioned earlier, a third party is like Stripe. So Stripe is a platform where basically they have a master merchant account and then they have you, for example, as a business owner, as a sub merchant of their master account. Um, so now you're, you're probably saying, well, you know, Maria, why are you telling me to get another account from a third party? Third parties are quick to uh, approve and quick to set up. So obviously getting another solution, um, that's maybe a more direct solution with a merchant account 
can take some time, a week or so, uh, and you cannot obviously put your ads on hold or, or, you know, put your customers on hold. So your easiest option is to go to PayPal uh, or open another Stripe account if you can. Um, There's some limitations there, but there are a ton of third parties you know, Shopify payments and so forth that you can get another account with quickly, get set up and just keep your business going while you set up another solution. Um, Going into that, reach out to three other merchant providers. Uh, When I say merchant providers, your best bet, if you got shut down from Stripe, you're probably in what we call a high risk industry. That could be anything from a drop shipper, um, if you're selling supplements, if you're selling info products, if you have subscriptions. So getting a direct merchant account uh, from a provider like Direct Paynet is your best, best option because we understand your business type. We understand the risk. We understand how to get you set up and to make sure that you're set up for the long run. Stripe is, you know, just supports all kinds of businesses and they, they let you get going right away. And then what happens is if you start scaling a little bit too quickly, then that gets them nervous and they're quick to shut down. So working with a merchant account provider is going to be your best bet if you've been shut down with Stripe, or even if you just want an alternative to Stripe. Why I say three merchant account providers, it really all depends on your business case and your situation. If you have, you know, one application going and that gets declined, it could just make things a lot longer for you, uh, obviously to get, you know, the, the right payment solution for you. So I say reach out to three merchant account providers. The important thing to make sure is that these merchant account providers are not ultimately going to the same bank. So, uh, without getting too, too complicated here in this discussion, direct pay networks with banks in order to get you a merchant account. So you have to make sure that the bank that I would present to you is not the same one as another merchant account provider. So you can have three very different options um, to to try to get a solution as quickly as possible. Um, While you're doing that, while you're looking for a provider, prepare what's called an application package. So what I mean by that is, you know, every time you you have to apply to get a merchant account or payment processing. There's a couple of things that you always need and a couple of documents. So you might as well just create yourself a folder and have that ready to go. So as soon as you get a, you know, a pre-approval or a partial green light or an interested merchant account provider, you'll have it all ready and you can kind of get things done a lot quicker. So what you need in your application package is you always need a void check or a bank letter, just confirming your bank account information where the funds would be deposited. You always need your previous processing history. So make sure if Stripe shuts you down, um, you know, as you're kind of debating with them and so forth, make sure you download your processing history because that's going to be very important. It's important to understand that CSV files are not accepted. So this has to be an actual statement. So a PDF statement with, you know, a summary of your monthly sales, your chargebacks or disputes and so forth. You'll also need a couple of bank statements. It's good to have three on hand. So your last three months bank statements and a business info cheat sheet. What I mean by this is if you have a login uh, to a member's area or if you're selling a lot of different products or if you have monthly packages, it's good to kind of outline that information um, and just give a brief overview of your business. So when you do approach a merchant account provider or a payment provider, they can actually just look at that info sheet and decide whether they want to support you and you don't waste your time in, you know, 
preparing a whole application, signatures and so forth, if it's not a business model that could be supported. So the cheat sheet should be, you know, no more than a page, but really contain just essential information about what you're selling, how you're selling it, um, you know, what, what type of pricing you offer and, and where your clients and so forth. Um, my favorite one here is don't worry about the tech stuff. So obviously if you're, you know, for example, you're working with Shopify, you want to make sure that whoever you work with will be able to easily, quickly, um, plug and play into Shopify or any other cart that you work with. Um, the reason I say don't worry about the tech stuff is, is very simple is because there's always a solution. There's a zap or there's, you know, a third party plugin or something that can get you to the, to, to the new provider that you're going to work with. So, you know, don't, don't worry and don't get bogged down about, you know, it's this gateway or that gateway. And you know, the, 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 the minor details that you're not going to need usually just get yourself your merchant account, get, get approved. And once you get approved at that point, you know, try to figure out the fastest solution, um, that would get you to plug into your shopping cart. But if that's not possible, then, uh, with a very quick research, you can probably find, um, something, a plugin or a zap that can help you get to where you need to go. Um, most, providers will help out with that but I'm always happy to also give you guys some tips if you're you're really stuck and you know you need something to I guess a connector like a zap or something that can work between your merchant account provider um, and your shopping cart um, if all else fails when I say if all else fails is for example let's say you you got banned from Stripe. Um, you're not getting any approvals uh, for your merchant accounts. Maybe you've gone way too high on your chargebacks and there's just nobody willing to approve you. Or maybe, you know, unfortunately, Stripe match lists a lot of merchants. Match is like being put on a blacklist. You definitely don't, you know, you can be shut down, but you definitely don't want to be put on a match list. So uh, if any of those very kind of worst case scenarios happen and you have a profitable, uh, profitable business and you want to obviously continue selling your products and, you know, recoup as much as possible, be ready with a licensing agreement. What that means is if you have some affiliates or if you have a potential business, uh, partner or venture, um, you can create a licensing agreement that they can license your technology, license your products, uh, license your content and resell for you. So, you know, you can perhaps charge them, you know, 80% or you do some kind of rev share deal, but that's really a last case scenario, but be ready with that because, you know, we do get a lot of queries about this and merchants sometimes get shut down and get put on a blacklist uh, by Stripe. And then, you know, our hands are tied and there's very little that we can do. So that is one way of thinking about continuing your business if you're really um, stuck and can't get a payment processor. So that's essentially, you know, a couple of the things that you need to keep in mind. Now, in terms of getting your money back from Stripe, you could definitely, you know, you have to wait a couple of weeks before you start approaching them to pay you back because they want to see if there's going to be a lot of refunds, a lot of chargebacks and so forth. So in a couple of weeks after they've shut you down, you can approach them and try to start getting some of the money back. Um, I wouldn't, you know, approach them and say, 
give me all my funds back because that's not going to happen. Usually when a merchant account provider or Stripe or any payment processor shuts you down, they need to keep funds for at least six months uh, because that's the, call it the chargeback guarantee period. Um, So they need to have some funds available in case chargebacks come in and they can come in up to six months after the transaction. So, you know, keep that in mind that Stripe will need to keep some of your money, but they can start releasing some of the money, uh, you know, a couple of weeks after they they shut you down and then at regular intervals. So keep that in mind. And uh, as usual, if you have any questions, just pop them in uh, the comments below or send us an email. We're always happy to help merchants, you know, get out of this stripe conundrum and, and get processing again. So thanks again for watching. Don't forget to comment with questions, feedback, subscribe, like, and share. And if you have any specific questions about your Stripe situation, feel free to send me an email through our website, uh, directpaynet.com. And thanks for watching. Hope you found today's session valuable. If you have any questions for me or just want to connect, please feel free to visit my website, mariasparagis.com. That's M-A-R-I-A-S-P-A-R-A-G-I-S.com. I'd love to hear what you're working on. So drop me a line on any hot button issues your business is experiencing. And remember, don't worry about failure. You only have to be right once. 